You're listening to Choose the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan, joined by James this week. Callum can't make it, unfortunately. Um, big week this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about things with weird endings, essentially. <laughs> Both yeah. Things, yeah. Um, a little bit of housekeeping first. Uh, a few weeks ago, we got given a lovely comic book by a um, friend of the show, Raphael's dead, Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you ever so much. We'll send some photos on the socials when we get a chance of this comic book. A Star Wars comic book. A big one, an older one. I think it was Empire Strikes Back, I believe, or Return of the Jedi. Um, yeah. I'll have to look. It wasn't a New Hope. Basically, it was just like he listened to the show and he's like, "These guys are nerds. They're like Star Wars." <laughs> and he's like, "Here's like, an old comic book I found." Look, you know what? Respect. It was one of the original trilogy. No, yeah, it could have been like a Phantom Menace comic book, oh, and yeah. I would have just been like, eh. "You'd be like, thank you," and then turn around, and threw it in the trash. <laughs> exactly. Um, but we appreciate the support. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, tonight we're going to be talking about, uh, a couple things. Yeah. We've got The Curse starring Nathan Fielder and Benny Safdie and Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. And, um, Saltburn starring Barry Keoghan. Keoghan, yeah. Yes. I used to say Barry Keegan, but. Yeah. Well, I, I, apparently Keoghan. he pronounces it Keoghan. Yeah. So we'll pronounce it Keoghan. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, some of those Irish names are a little bit difficult. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I guess we'll start with Saltburn. Okay, yeah. Because it came out first. Um, Should we just do spoilers? <laughs> I feel like everyone I mean, who's yeah, full, seen it. Yeah, full spoilers seen. for Saltburn. Well, we'll do a... Um, a thoughts briefly. Thoughts maybe. briefly, and then we'll go into spoilers. Yeah. We don't want to hang around and we'll, too we'll much. And we'll do a, what do you call it, timestamp. Yeah. Uh, so, look, I let's just... Firstly, we'll discuss, I think the actual production and the filmmaking is mm. really good. Yeah. Um, it looks really nice. Yeah. Um, special special mention to the fact that they have nighttime scenes where I can see what's going on. Mm, yeah. Like, it's nice. It wasn't just kind of all black and gray and you couldn't see anything. You know, like, I was able to... Some of the nighttime scenes were nice. And yeah. Like they it's a pretty nice looking yeah. movie, yeah. Um, and it's in 4.3 for a lot of it. You know what? I didn't even remember that. I saw it when it came out a couple months ago, more. Yeah. When did... I talked about it on the show briefly. Yeah. Um, cause I saw the writer director, Emerald Fennell, is that her name? Yeah. I saw her, you know, Promising Young Woman and I liked that movie and I saw the trailer for this and I was like, oh, this was kind of cool and like psychedelic and maybe weird. Um, and I was just like, oh, I'm going to go see this. I saw it when it came out at the cinema and yeah, I thought it was good, but I had problems with it, but I didn't want to spoil it for you guys. Mm, yeah. So when it came up on the show, I was just like, I think it's good but i didn't really want to talk about it more and since then it's gone crazy like everyone because everyone's talking about it so now everyone online is like even on social media people have been asking us like oh i want to see what you guys think of saltburn yeah well okay i'll go watch it i guess yeah which uh, i don't have to go out of my way yeah you and callum are like well i guess we have to watch it now (laughs) yeah um but yeah i've already i haven't forgotten it um, but yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. I guess it. it's a different experience watching it at home versus in the cinema, right? Because you probably yeah. wouldn't have noticed as much some of the technical stuff there. The fact that it was in 4.3, mm. I thought it was really nice. Like, yeah. I enjoyed watching it in 4.3. It looked really nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, an, it's a good looking movie. I think, I, I think it's well acted. The cast is all pretty good. I think... The script is terrible. That's what I was kind of getting at. It's... <laughs> it's this is why I didn't hate it and why I said it was good because technically I think it's good. It's, it's, it looks yeah. nice. It sounds nice. The actors are good. Um, I thought it was... 
I th- I love Rosamund Pike. She was hilarious. I thought yeah. all her bits were funny. I think Emerald Fennel is a good director. Rupert Rupert Grant's good in it too. Oh yeah, he's always good. Yeah. Um like yeah, it was funny. Barry Keegan Keoghan is terrifying yeah. in a, in the best way possible. Um but yeah, I mean like I was saying, like I had problems with it and I didn't really want to go into detail about that. Um, for now, I'll just say it's very shallow. Yeah, I, agree. I agree with that. It's very, sur- I feel like it's very surface. Level. Yeah, no, 100%. I agree with everything you're saying. Mm. I was on board until about like the last quarter. I think, yeah. And then I'm I'm thinking like is there a message here? I also or? yeah I also I don't want to be one of those people, but I guessed the quote unquote twist pretty much the first scene, <laughs> you know, like the first couple of scenes. I was like, oh, I know what's going on. I didn't. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like. I didn't guess it, but I wasn't surprised. Yeah. Um, but I was honestly. I, no spoilers, but I was very disappointed with the twist. I like mm. it was very, as you said, it's very surface level, yeah, and it's very shallow, yeah. And a movie like this needs a message, and I don't think there was a. I message. don't think it n- even needs a message. It's just like I need subtext. Yeah, there's no, this it's not subtle and it's not very. Yeah, there's also one of the problems I had with it is that it tries very hard to be transgressive, and. I, I'm not bothered by that yeah. sort of, you know, content. Um, but that's what's got people talking. Um, but again, it just felt very surface level. Like, let's do shocking things for the sake of it. And it's worked for them because now everyone's talking about it and seeing it. But yeah, I feel like it doesn't really mean or add anything to the movie. No, I agree with And that. I like those scenes because they're messed up. But I'm just kind of like... Shrug my shoulders, like yeah. No, I I hundred percent agree with everything you're saying. It's here. like I wa- I yeah. liked watching it in the cinema, but then it ended, and I was just like, like the movie ha- could have had good messages about like let's just say the way rich people use people for their entertainment, right? Mm. There's there's something there that they could have done more with, and they just didn't. It's also people have said this online, but it's like a sort of gen, not Gen Z, but a, a sort of more TikTok generation, like, uh, hip, modern, talented Mr. Ripley, except nowhere near as, you know, subtle as that movie and and emotionally effective as that movie. I can see where they're coming from, but... You know what I mean? Like, it's it's like, I've seen this this story before, done better, um... Yeah, and this 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 one's entertaining, but it's not like I don't know how like I'm not saying I won't watch it again. One day I might, but I don't know if I will watch this again anytime soon. Like it's not one of those movies where I was like I have to see yeah. this. Again. There's nothing. The best kind of movies to rewatch in the movies where there's different layers. There's stuff you can miss. And yeah, or just something that was so fun and entertaining yeah. that you want to revisit it or. Exactly, and I don't think this movie has any of that. As you said, it's very shallow. It's very surface level. Mm. Um, 
and someone said the like the one of the best parts about the movie is that they had access to Superbad on DVD in two thousand and six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 was, yeah. I was when I was watching the movie. I'm like, hang on, didn't it come out in like the same year that this is? <laughs> yeah, that's the super rich for you. Yeah, I and I was like, oh, I guess they got a. I mean, to be fair, everyone in two thousand six had like cam rips and yeah. <laughs> and the sc- yeah, DVD yeah. screener screener copies and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, no. Look, I look as you said. You know, there's a lot of entertaining scenes. There's yeah. a lot of good moments. Mm. But it's there's nothing binding it all together really to keep it in a nice kind yeah. of not cohesive package. But it has no substance. Yeah. It's just like, well, what am I? What am I here for? Yeah, and um, the ends. I was yeah. like, like I said, I was like, oh, I knew that was gonna happen, and yeah, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of the characters are particularly likable either. Which, you know, that's. Not necessarily a bad thing. You and I were just talking about Succession before we turned on the mics. I'm like, those are all awful people, but they're so fun to watch. And it's yeah. such an engaging show. Um, so that's not necessarily a problem. But yeah, like none of the characters are really... No, there's no reason likeable. to like any of the characters. Yeah. I, like, I wasn't on anyone's side. Yeah. Um, again, not that you have to be, but it just it felt extra... Not... Uh, alienating maybe it's not that's not the right word you can't you, empathize right so like a movie yeah, is always but, good like the most effective movie is where you can empathize with the character but like even even you if you're watching a movie about a horrible horrible person doing horrible things if it's a good movie like there's just some sort of engagement even if you don't condone what yeah. they're doing but yeah in this this movie i was just like i don't really care who wins quote unquote and I'm someone who hates rich people and thinks we should eat them. Um, but that wasn't really what the movie was going for, I don't think. No. was like... Because when it's revealed what's revealed, it's like it's not like it's a rich versus poor or, or a, the rich people get their comeuppance or... No. That's not really what the, the movie's going for. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, um, I agree. I think we'll move into spoilers. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I'll write down the time. What time is it? So, on the recording, we're at uh, 12 and a half minutes. 12 and a half minutes. So, we'll timestamp this in for the show. Um, oh, so, spoiler warning for Saltburn. Um, so, yeah, like the, you know... Also, there's only so much things we can say live on the radio. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's like, how much can we actually spoil with, without... I mean, we've got, we've got our sensor beep. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> goes we'll a bit to, too long. That actually that goes down. way too long. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to trim that down. It spikes really hard on yeah. the recording too. Um, <laughs> Wait, son of a... Son of a... Yeah. yeah that, we <laughs> need to like half that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Saltburn, you know, the twist at the end is it was all a plan to manipulate and get his way into Barry the family. Barry Keoghan is... Oliver Quick... Yeah, goes to he's like a he he's pretending to be a poor kid who's got a scholarship at a is it Oxford? At Oxford and yeah. he like makes friends with this super rich kid, this like really good looking guy. Thanks. And um what's his name? Jacob Elordi. Elordi, that's it. Yeah, he's so hot right now. He's Elvis in the new Priscilla movie. Everyone's going nuts about him. Um yeah, he makes friends with him. Um and you know he the for the holiday break or whatever the rich Felix the rich kid takes Oliver to his mansion called Saltburn where all their eccentric rich family live, 
Um, it's better than a mansion. It's a castle. Yeah, exactly. It's a manor. Yeah. Um, and then, like, uh, Oliver, like, worms his way into the family. Um, and then it's revealed that he was lying. He's not really a poor kid. And, and he was, he, like, organizing. Yeah, he was basically organizing his, uh, right. rela- like, how to how to manipulate and manipulate and like get a relationship with this guy so he could get into the family and then and then basically like systematically break down the family itself in order to i guess take control of saltburn and be and also have sex with everyone in the family (laughs) and then i mean i don't know man what the nobles do is what the nobles do yeah i guess he poisons them yeah um and then he wins at the end <laughs> and gets the money and and I was like, oh okay, yeah. And I knew this was like when he's when he's like crying about his junky mum and 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 I'm like, oh he's faking it. Like this is that's <laughs> going to be the reveal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it is. And actually, probably one of the best scenes in the movie is when they they go to his house and it's like there's some awkward tension. Yeah, there. I see. Yeah. I like see. I because I, I knew that scene was coming. Like the reveal of his parents aren't really junkies and or he's not an orphan or whatever he like his lie was and that was that, that scene was good but it reminded me of another movie called thoroughbreds which is about like two girls who are like sociopaths and they just kind of mess with people and i thought that's a much better like more subtle version as well of this movie of like what would an actual like rich young sociopath be like um yeah, because this this movie is very much the shocking like set piece. Yeah, and you know it's over the top. Yeah, and like that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think also one of my problems with Saltburn is that it doesn't go far enough. Like, yeah, if you're you watch if it, you're gonna do a movie like this, you can't half ass it. You need to go full. Yeah. One of the reasons I wanted to see the movie after I saw the trailer because the trailers cut in such a way edited in such a way where it's like a bit more psychedelic and like there's just like shots of the party and you're like what's going on and and there's like these weird shots and then when you watch the movie it's quite simple in terms of its presentation nah, mate, we're it looks expect- nice we're expecting Caligula. i need my Caligula. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah but i just mean in terms <laughs> yeah, of the no, filmmaking i, I was just like i, I was mean, expecting yeah. to get more crazy you're and expecting psychedelic. it to go insane yeah and then i was expecting it's like kinda... maybe the party we see in the trailer is like this huge thing that goes on for ages and i'm like no nah, it's like one scene in the movie and he said it's quite a straight list film other than the shocking into, acts. Yeah, in, yeah, in terms of the the just the editing and the the cinematography, like I think there's like one bit where the camera twirls around or something, but otherwise yeah. it's very kind of sand. And I was just like, this movie would be a lot better if it was just a bit more crazy and like if it it was it was more it threw you off balance. More. The, the final scene in the movie is what we needed more of. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the dance scene the dance no that was an amazing scene i'm not just saying it because it's like yeah you know the meme kind of thing yeah but like his dance moves yeah oh, <laughs> 10 out of 10 just flopping around yeah but now not, you know all right don't be rude just the choreography yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. the tracking shot the music yeah like that's kind of the vibe the whole movie needed to have almost yeah, I don't know. It just, it just. I think presentation-wise, they could have probably gone weirder. Yeah, and that would have made it more unsettling and more 
yeah kept you off balance the and whole the, movie. they could have leaned use that to lean more into the kind of sociopath angle where like what is real? yeah he's gaslighting also yeah he's 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 obviously crazy but all the crazy things he does um it's just like it felt like someone writing a crazy person mm. <laughs> and again it's a movie it's supposed to be entertaining i don't really care like that this it movie wasn't quite realistic. Be, this but movie needed to have been made in Italy in the seventies as a jello. May I mean <laughs> I, I, I definitely yeah, I I definitely think you know a lot of times on the show we complain about, you know, American movies now too sanitized and, and um very prudish. I guess this is a British film. Um, which is, I guess, closer to European film, which European films are still just much more uh, comfortable with nudity and sex. And even just the themes, like we talked recently on the show about, like, was it Calvert? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like we needed, the movie needed to be a little more extreme in different ways than it yeah, kind of, but even as you said, the we extreme, got surface level shock. Yeah, the, the, exactly. It felt very, the shocking scenes in this. Oh, yeah, he drank some bathwater. Yeah. Oh. How bathwater, wink, wink. Yeah, tainted how, bathwater. <laughs> how shocking! Yeah, wow. And it, like watching it, you're like, oh, this is weird. And I was kind of like, oh yeah, I love this weird stuff. But yeah, it, again, it just felt kind of surface level. At the end of the day, I was just like, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Even like the grave scene. Okay. Yeah, that bit I was just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this, this just not, yeah. No, I agree with I think you 100%. It, it, it's also, um, it's a shame Callum's not here because he said he really liked the movie and yeah. I, I think he would have added a, a good perspective on it. But I think it's something you and me and him have talked about before where it's, there's also a lot of audience members, both young and old, I won't just pick on younger audience members, who anything with that's a bit racy automatically is like oh my god i don't i don't know how to deal with this mm. and i'm like you need to broaden your horizons because this was i not mean that bad no it wasn't that bad <laughs> <laughs> and again everything yeah. that happens all the crazy stuff that happens i mean you, know, like, when you don't it, even really see much exactly anyway. like, and i was not, just kind of like a lot of it's inferred yeah like, and i was like i've seen hard more hardcore stuff I've seen worse on the TV. Yeah. You're on network TV. Yeah. <laughs> HBO does this every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Have they seen Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I think because now the movie's got that word of mouth and everyone's talking about it. We needed this to be made by Nathan Fielder. <sighs> I don't think I could handle that. Ben, like Benny Safdie and Nathan Fielder's yeah. Saltburn. Yeah. That would have blown my mind. Yeah. That's the movie we wanted. Yeah. See, the ending Except of The Na- Curse. Yeah, exactly. Except imagine Nathan Fielder's one of the footmen at the manor house. <laughs> Nathan Fielder's Richard E. Grant's character? No, nah, no. Nah, no, nah. he couldn't do that. He'd have to be a footman. Nathan Fielder's Barry Keoghan's character. That... <laughs> and the movie stays exactly the same, except <laughs> Nathan Fielder just does his shtick. Yeah. That would have been amazing. That would have been, that's that's a that's a very different better film. Yeah, that's a yeah. much better movie. But yeah, I mean, just because of the discourse now around it, because it's like shocking, everyone's talking about it, and everyone's like, I'm not, I'm not mad, but I feel like also, again, like I said, it's not a movie I would probably th- 
revisit that much or think about that much if it wasn't the fact that everyone's like talking about it now? I talked to friend of the show, Alex, at work, mm. and I was recommending it to him on the filmmaking. I told mm. him straight about my feelings. Like, I think the script has problems. Mm, yeah. The twist, they don't earn the ending. Mm. Um, but the filmmaking itself is pretty decent. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. you know, I'm a but, big Barry Keoghan fan, so, like, he definitely drew me in as well. So, like, anything he does, and Emerald Fennel, I think, anything she does, like, I'm still interested in. Um, and I didn't not like this movie. But, yeah, I wasn't, like... Oh my god! Like, this is amazing. Or yeah, but again, even like, because there's some people who are like this movie sucks. It's the worst thing ever, and I kind of understand that reaction. But I didn't feel that way either because, like I said, presentation-wise, I think it's nice. The filmmaking, like I said, is it's good, not yeah. the best. It could be better, and I like the cast. Um, and I would watch a whole movie just about Rosamund Pike's character, like being just a. Yeah. Sort of rich, aloof lady saying like weird passive aggressive things. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. The family's a, could be a good time. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else to add. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame we can't say more. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, hit, hit us up on um, social media at Tuesday Review AU if you want to talk more about it. Or send us your opinions and we can pick this conversation up maybe on the show next week. Um, Using just emojis. Yeah, all the emojis. Lots of eggplants. Eggplant, bathtub. Bathtub. Um, the squirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? What other emojis would apply to salt burn? I guess a house. House, yeah. yeah. The angel. Doesn't he have angel the wings bike. at the end? Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. When they re-show the bike scene, I was like... I could see that in my mind that was going to happen. Yeah, like, I yeah, knew yeah. it was going to happen. I felt like I've seen this movie before. Yeah. That's kind of why I was <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. okay, whatever. Here's how I did it. Yeah. 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 Right, look, we'll be, um, we're going to go to a quick break. We'll be right back after these short messages. You are back on the Tuesday Review, um, segueing ourselves now into more uh, into really uncomfortable territory. Oh, yeah. Um, this is the real shit right here. The Curse, um, starring Nathan Fielder, Benny Safdie, and Emma Stone. Co-created by Benny Safdie and Nathan Fielder. Written by Nathan Fielder yeah. and Benny. Benny. Nathan Fielder and Benny Safdie present. Yeah, and the, Nathan Fielder directed every episode, I believe. Uh, not every episode. Almost. I think Benny Safdie did one. One? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, I'll look it up. Yeah, but, uh, he did yeah. most of them, I think. But yeah, I mean, the real uncomfortable stuff. Yeah, I mean, we're if you've list, if you're a long time listener of this show, you know we're big Nathan Fielder fans, um, and Safety Bros fans. Um, but uh, I remember when the you know when they announced the show, I was like Nathan Fielder and Benny Safety teaming up. This is gonna be amazing. Um, it was it was struggle waiting for all the episodes to finish because I watched it oh, over a yeah, weekend. Uh, you, yeah, you and Callum binged it all when it was finished, but I was watching it week to week because I was like so excited and I didn't want to get spoiled or anything. Um, and I was just like, once I watched the first episode, I couldn't not continue. Um, so Nathan Fielder directed all the episodes, but episode two and three, which were directed by David and Nathan Zellner. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, originally I thought the show was on HBO because um, Nathan Fielder's The Rehearsal was on um, HBO and we talked about that. Yeah, he doesn't have brand and loyalty, does he? <laughs> He's been everywhere. Well, I, I think I don't think yes. a, a, now now the well, the way the landscape is, yeah. most creators seem to be just going anywhere. Yeah, you go where the work is. Yeah, um, or you know they finish up a contract with someone and they go somewhere else. Um, but yeah, it's on Showtime, um, and it's like a f- like a. Not a reality. It's like a f- about a reality. Like it's about a Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone play a married couple who like do one of those home renovation reality yeah. shows. Their show was called Flip 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 Like Emma Stone should get an award just for being able to say that. I wonder how many takes it Flip Flipanthropy. I want to know how many <laughs> takes it took her to get that. And in the end, he gets changed to green green. Spoilers yeah. for. Curse, oh, should I we guess. just do full spoilers yeah. now? Full spoilers, let's not. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this show is amazing, so watch it. But also, you kind of need to be aware of it's cringe n- and creepiness. It's not a show. It's not a beginner's show, right? If you're not yeah. a fan of Nathan Fielder's kind of content, this yeah. will be hard to get into. Yeah. It's definitely not... Maybe watch the rehearsal and then watch Uncut Gems and then you might be prepared. <laughs> yeah, it's like a cross of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have to be like... Uh, ang- you have to be able to deal with the anxiety. Yeah. That's the, that's what this show is at its core. Mm. Is It's just... It's anxiety. Yeah. The whole show is just filled with people having different it's, anxieties about different subjects yeah. constantly. Uh, it's so effective... Um, yeah, like I was saying, it's about the couple and they do that show. And so, and we sort of follow them. Um, and so, and then uh, they get uh, like their Penny Safdie's just- character to direct the show. And it's like, their problem is, you know, how to present themselves and how to do the right thing. And their problems just keep basically getting worse yeah. and worse the, but, the longer the, the but, kind of show yeah. goes on. And there's also this, none of them are really... They're all good, terrible they're people. All, yeah, they're not good people. No, they're not. And even when they're quite unquote trying to do a good thing, it's like they're doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm. Um, and the show just has this underlying, like, threatening feeling it's to a it. Sin- it has, there's a sinister undercurrent yeah. to everything in this show. Um, and as it goes on, it gets more surreal until the ending, which is, like, completely out of this world. Ha, before, ha, ha. <laughs> before we talk about the ending. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, up until quite close to the end of the show, I was thinking, like, up until kind of the curse isn't real, you know, in a sense, right? Mm. I was like, I was under the impression that it was actually Benny Safdie's character that copped the curse, and I wasn't Nathan Fielder. Well, I think the, the, the name, the curse, especially after the finale, it was just like, it's, it's uh, like, I've heard different interpretations. I'm like, was Nathan Fielder the curse to Emma Stone or was Emma St- and was Emma Stone cursed? Cuz like what, I, were they all cursed? I mean like, they're probably all cursed. Yeah. But like if you look at the way kind of Benny Safdie's character, he has blackouts and he has all these issues going on. I'm yeah. like is he the one that's cursed? But no, he's just a terrible alcoholic, right? Essentially. Yeah. And he just he has his But I think I think I think that the the thing with the show is that the name the curse can be applied to all of them. all the characters yeah. for different reasons. Um, I think there's a lot more going on. 
especially after the finale, whereas like I was just like, there's so many interpretations you can have of what the hell that meant. Um, because I don't think it's as simple as just one thing. And I think well, <laughs> they designed it that way because there's a yeah. lot of layers there's there's a lot of layers. Well, Benny Safdie said season two's not off the table. Apparently. Well, that's what I was gonna. So this is what frustrates me <laughs> about shows like this. Yeah. I'm like, I, I I thought it was gonna be an ongoing series, and then it ends. I was like, that's kind of final. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but then it's still listed as season one. Like it's it's not a, it's not listed as a um, limited series. Well. Look, this is a quote from Benny Safdie on the possibility of season two. He said, it's not off the table. There are ideas, but it's definitely too premature to put them out into the world right yeah. now. I think also, like, this could remain a kind of, quote unquote, limited series for a long time. And then they could come back and do a, a sequel. I mean, that's series. the other kind of issue is, you know, Safdie... The Safety Brothers or Benny Safety, they're kind of in demand filmmakers. Well, they've also recently announced that they're no, they're not doing movies together anymore. Oh. So I think they're, um, they're like going on their separate creative paths, um, which makes sense because Benny Safety's been doing a lot of acting as well as filmmaking, um, and they they made that I think they made that movie with the new movie with Adam Sandler. Um, but then, yeah, now they're going, like, doing their own thing. Um, but well, that- if we get more content like The Curse, I'm happy. Oh, yeah. And I just, unpopular opinion, I don't like the ending. Okay, why? Because uh, uh, we, okay, we're in spoiler territory, right? Yeah, but we went full spoilers from when we started. Okay, so, yeah, let, let's go for it. Why? I don't think it... So... It goes too surreal too quickly from what came before. Mm. And I feel like there's maybe some plot lines they could have cleaned up a little bit more regarding their their relationship Mm. and kind of themes of parenthood. And they could have done more with that last hour than having Nathan Fielder floating away, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. I feel like there were things that, like the relationship between him and... um, Benny Safdie's character could have been dealt with a little bit better. But yeah. Everything could have had a little, a bit more of a bow. Even the security guard and like mm. they could have just done a little bit more with like how the show affected the community and because it picks up six months later or whatever it is. Mm. I just they could have done a lot more with just being like, oh no, Nathan Field is in a tree. Aha. I think a lot of it. I I understand what you're saying, and I don't necessarily disagree. But I think a lot of it can be implied throughout the show and even in the finale of like they were doing things for selfish reasons and they were doing things they were quote unquote helping people but not in the way they really needed Mm. and you can see that when they gift um abshi was there yeah yeah, i think it was abshi they gift him the house and it's just like Oh, now I have to pay the... Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, what's about the land tax? And this, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, they're giving people not exactly what they need and they're doing it so that they feel better. And that's doubly represented at the end when Nathan Fielder is in the tree and he's like, I need you to put the net around me and drag me down. 
and they're they're just like like, no and they cut and he flies away and it's just like they're trying to help him but they're not giving him what he needs um and i feel like after he flies away and there's just shots of the town and it's just like they really didn't do anything and the things they did do didn't help and they things they did do weren't for any right reason no uh, there's that undercurrent through the show that their work is pointless anyway because it's like you know like they try to pay off you know like the stolen jeans because people they, yeah. they're under the assumption that people are doing it because they need the jeans it's like no they're yeah. just stealing, stealing them. yeah same thing with the houses oh does it have air conditioning it's like a passive house but it's terrible mm. to live in like yeah. there's that whole kind of thing as well um but like i just think from the narrative perspective like they went from being a reasonably straight-laced actual, you know, mm. written program with characters having different dynamics and different kind of subplots. And then it's just like, oh, no, Nathan Fielder's flying away. Mm. And I'm like, I understand that kind of there's that message to it. Mm. But it just wasn't fulfilling to me. Okay, yeah. Um, like, I just, they, they, they could have resolved more. Yeah. Uh, instead of Benny Saf to be like, oh, my friend's flown away. Obviously, like, performative. You know, yeah, like everything about uh, but that's Dougie that's, is that's what I love about his character though. It's like he's just in this cycle of like, and he's also f- the worst person. I feel like but yeah. he's also the most but authentic. I feel like yeah, I feel like he gen genuinely does feel grief over the death death of his wife, and he feels guilt over it. But he also doesn't stop himself from continuing that cycle. Yeah. Um, and again, like like I said, the curse kind of applies to all the characters. Like I feel like he's part think, of it as well. I think the Dougie, Dougie has, I in my opinion, the character of Dougie has addiction problems. Oh he, yeah, hundred percent. Like he gambles, he drinks, he yeah. has all those kinds of you know he has but his breathalyzer. I think he, yeah, he I think he's also risks. addicted to like pushing it to the edge and yeah. seeing what he can get away with and. Yeah. And also, they, they, it makes him a great counterpart to Asher, who's more reserved and kind of like yeah. a little bit shyer. And mm. so they have that great dynamic of like the overbearing kind of yeah. friend who wants to push it to the limit. We'll say the alum deep. Um, <laughs> the, the person who derailed everything. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you're quite a person. Say maybe you're Callum. I don't know. Yeah. Exa- people we know as examples. Yeah. Um, but they have a similar dynamic, maybe, you know, like. Yeah. In some circumstances. But, yeah, I feel like the the relationship in the show is much more complicated. Yeah. Because um, it's implied they've known each other a long time Yeah, and, and he was he was Nathan Fielder's high school bully. And Nathan Fielder looks back on those years as, like, fondly. And Dougie's just like, oh, we, treat you, we treated you really badly. I'm sorry. And he's like, no, we'll just, you know... Uh, yeah. mucking That's around Dougie likes like, pranks a bit too much yeah and but I, then Dougie's also kind of hurt because Nathan Asher didn't even ever invite him to Shabbat um, yeah and it's like well do you blame him like if he takes it seriously and you're all about pranks and pushing things to the edge maybe he doesn't want it ruined by you but yeah again like I don't think Asher would have even seen it that way true that's true like he just didn't think to invite yeah, his other friends. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a lot going on. It's it's a show you you definitely have to rewatch now that you know where it ends. I think yeah. you know the more even like the rehearsal, like what rewatching these type of things, it's like you get more out of it the second time. 
Oh man. We love you, Nate. Can we? Can we? Have, like, he's my dream guest on the show. Probably <laughs> Nate the Fielder, but would he come in character or person? <laughs> what's yeah? What's the difference? We don't know the real yeah. We don't builder, know yeah. whether yeah. Nah, yeah. I, I like anything he does. We're there day one, but I, I think um, I'm glad I I'm glad I watched it like all in one weekend instead of waiting week to week. Yeah. Um, it was very, I, I it's a very bingeable show. I yeah. because well, there were mo- you know, because every Nathan Fielder thing has that sort of cringe element. Um, and there were definitely a lot of moments in the show where I was like watching it like through my, you know, with my teeth clenched, like, oh, yeah. stop it. They're making just, oh. And so I was kind of worried for you and Callum to get all that in like 10 episode, like. Uh, easy breezy. Yeah. I don't know. You guys have got the. Um, immunity to it now you've built up your immunity over the years but it's cultural yeah i, I was just like ah stop <laughs> you know there's that bit where he's at the comedy oh, lesson yeah, yeah. and he and does that and yeah make people laugh without using words yeah and he just makes like a sound like a like a, yeah, a weird like alien a silly, sound yeah, yeah so and sound. no and one laughs like, and he like has his hands up by his ears yeah, and he's like poking his tongue out yeah and no one laughs and, and, quite, and then he's like his face is like i almost yeah. died <laughs> yeah i was like callum sent me that in like a little video he was like oh my god the most yeah, embarrassing yeah. thing i've ever seen and there are lots of moments like that where i was just like oh um, so to get all that and like binge, binge the whole thing. I also, oh, I took a screenshot of it. I took a photo of it cause it was so freaking funny. Let me see if I can find it. When he's doing the comedy lessons, um, and he write he's writing notes on his phone of like, oh yeah, here you go. Jokes for the show. And like <laughs> the things he's writing. And I like, you only see it for like one second and I like rewound be, it and be, paused so it the, I'll, I'll read out the list yeah, yeah. so be self-deprecating e.g. James Corden your energy bill will be cheaper than my haircut avoid race based humour pop culture funny e.g. Pepsi commentating never try to be funny Pepsi always, commercial Pepsi I think. commercial never try to be funny always punch up never down remember the rule of three no politics puns are safe I mean, that's a fairly... Yeah, but it's just so funny that yeah. he's such an unfunny person yeah. that he has to make these notes of, like, how to be funny. Yeah. Oh, it's man. just so awkward and Some cringe. of the awkward moments, like, they're 10 out of 10. Like, the conversations that um, uh, Asher ha- or Dougie has with other people regarding Asher's medical condition. Yeah. And it's just like, you can see Ash is like dying inside. Yeah. And then it's like silence and Dougie's like, I made it up. It was a joke. Yeah. Like, oh, uh-huh. too, too bad. <laughs> Stop like, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So good. Yeah. The cherry tomato boys. Like, oh, so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so funny. Though. <laughs> it is. Funny. I'm just, I love this. Just so silly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, nah, it's um, it's it's really good. Again, it's not beginners television. Watch at your own risk. Yeah, if you're I, own, like, like I said, I feel like, you know, I, not that you should have to do your homework to watch anything, but like I feel that. like, yeah, it's, it's just know what you're in for first. It's not it's not light entertainment. This is heavy, mm. heavier kind of stuff in a way. Mm. It's not just chuck it on and you get some cheap laughs. You have to you you have to earn you earn these laughs. Yeah, and it's a different. It's like very dry humor. Yeah, like it's it's very not dry. it's not a sitcom or you know it's. Get Emma Stone just win all the awards though. She's so good. 
Like this 2023 for Emma Stone hmm. has probably been what her biggest year as an actress easily with Poor well, Things, The Curse. I mean, when was La La Land? That was a big deal. That's true. Yeah. Even though I don't think I'm not really a big fan of but um she's getting in deep with the weird and I like it. Yeah, I mean <sighs> This yeah. is what we The more the, the more yeah, the more the merrier. That's another thing you were saying poor before. Things. You were saying before about people get uncomfortable with content. Now I haven't seen Poor Things. Yeah, we we talked about it. I think last week where I, like I feel like Poor Things is a much better movie than like something like Saltburn, um, where there's more going on underneath the surface, and it's just technically it's better and also more weird in terms of cinematography and music. Um, yeah, I think that I'd rec I'd recommend Poor Things. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't like to give things star ratings, but now that I've got the letterbox account, you know, and I'm I'm trying to sort of review things so that people know where I sort of stand. I gave poor things five stars and I gave Saltburn two stars. I saw the two so, and I was a little surprised. Yeah. So that's that's the discrepancy if you want to put it in that um yeah. those terms. Um but yeah, two two doesn't mean bad. It just means it's like it was okay. I probably wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I'm Maybe two say, and a half. I, I don't know. Yeah, if I want a movie that's well constructed, like Saltburn, I'll just go watch the holdovers again. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? If I want, like, I, speaking of the holdovers, <laughs> yeah. I went I to see. It, it, I yeah. went to see it at the movie because it just came out here in Australia, even though it's been out for months in the US and it's been on streaming in the US for ages, and it already came out on Blu-ray in the US. It's on, it's been on streaming services for a yeah while. for not, ages. Not even just paid, like it's on Peacock. Yeah, it's insane. And now we're finally getting into cinema, and I was like, well, I have to go see it again because it's so good, and I want this movie to do well. And I'm not stupid. I know every every. Uh, episode we do it's just complaining and me going on rants and me forgetting things because my brain has turned to mush but i'm not stupid like i know that they release these things for like proper reasons like you know uh paul giamatti won the golden globe and the critics choice and now now it's got word of mouth of how good this movie is and now when they release in australia there's more people there you know and there was a there was a packed house when i went to go see it oh good um so I know they, they, they do this for reasons, but it's just so frustrating. We live in this world where we love movies, we want to go see them, and there's this whole months of discourse and... We're just not privy to. Yeah, yeah. That, that we miss or, you know, whatever. And then... But I guess with Saltburn, like it's something like Saltburn, it's been... It's, it's extended because people have kept talking about it but that one i i got on too early for that one because i watched straight away and no one was oh people a few people talking about it, but now everyone's talking about it yeah um <laughs> but yeah holdovers so good so good that is a if you're a local listener please go see it go see it that's it definitely probably one of my favorite worth, movies of 2020 yeah 100 such a good movie um yeah i might have to watch it again yeah i'd recommend <laughs> yeah um oh also the music for the curse is so good it's so yeah. unsettling and weird yeah. the and score even the yeah. soundtrack when they're playing songs like this there's a good selection of actual like yeah. licensed music in there too yeah um I, i'm yeah big fan so good everything about the curse i love anything yeah i mean anything nathan phil does anything Except the ending well i mean you, nine yeah, episodes you, 10 out of 10 the 10th episode mm, i'm not sold on okay 
me personally, I loved it. <laughs> but will you agree? Technically, in terms of how they did the flying, oh, amazing! Yeah, no, mwah. yeah, like, no, 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 incredible! Yeah, no, like, it was incredible. Technically, that, incredible. Like that looked better than most of the big budget action movies that are coming out. Yeah, right it now. was. There was a bit of movie magic there where I'm looking at it. I'm like, I wonder how they yeah, did that. I was just like, like even scenes in so, the house. And yeah, I'm like, I wonder how they did that. Yeah, and, and then he's in the tree. And yeah. I'm just like. Some nice work going on. Yeah, here. like is he actually in a tree holding on? Yeah, <laughs> like, like when he when he's on the roof and and she's and it's just like you know, I'm just like oh how do they and it's like there's a lot of good kind of old school movie magic going yeah. on there. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. It's, so it's good. Benny Safty, you know, flexing his muscles, so to speak. I guess. Well, Nathan Fielder directed that oh, episode, so he but I'm sure they're, they're all collab. Yeah, they're, they collaborate. Yeah. They collaborated on it all. But um, Nathan Fielder flexing his muscles, I should say. That. Yeah, because also this is like the first time he's actually directed like something properly. I, I guess, guess narr- like more narrative driven. Yeah. I know there's there's a lot of like non actors and locals they cast, and it's shot in a way where it's like almost like a reality show where you, there's like from afar and zoom lenses and That's stuff. That's another like thing that. that I liked about the curse. That's one thing I I didn't make a note, but I made a note mentally. A lot of the curse. That's why it's unsettling because it's. There's a lot of it where you're kind of looking in, peering, yeah, yeah. There's that kind of like yeah. peeping, but it it also it also adds to that Nathan Fielder element of like this is a reality show, um, and so when there are bits where it's like maybe more of a reality show, like Nathan Fielder, yeah. um, Nathan yeah. for you type thing, and it blends more into the straight scripted scenes where it's yeah. all narrative it's the culmination of his expertise almost yeah. like he's he, yeah i mean i hope he does more narrative I stuff mean, we kind of want the second season of the rehearsal though <laughs> well i mean i think he's already doing that but i mean in yeah. future like oh, no, no, it would be awesome yeah. to see him just do straight, straight like yeah. even just a straight up narrative like movie or something um yeah anything he does we're on board um the rehearsal almost broke Broke us all, yeah. And watch uh, the curse, and then go back and watch the rehearsal. If you can get, if you can get through the curse. Oh, you think that's a good idea? (laughs) Watch a few episodes of Nathan for you. The rehearsal is everything that makes you uncomfortable about the curse, and then put it up to like (laughs) ten. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's a hard one. Let us know if you listen to the episode and you follow us on the socials. Let us know if if you're a fan or what. Does he make you uncomfortable? It'll be interesting to hear for someone who has never seen a Nathan Fielder thing before and also maybe potentially hasn't seen a Safdie Brothers thing before um, and he's just going to the curse blind to see what they thought of it. Um, yeah, but it's so good. Yeah, so good. Can't wait for, yeah, I can't wait for rehearsal, can't wait for whatever the Safdie, both Safdie Brothers are doing. Just hook it to my veins. That's it. Let's hope. Let's hope we're off to a good start, twenty twenty four. So let's hope it continues. Yeah, that's just about all the time we've got for tonight. Um, thanks for joining me, James. Thank you for joining me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, please like and share the Tuesday Review Facebook page, Instagram page, Threads page, X page, Twitter, Twitter page. I should say. Um, Blue Sky and Newsmast pages. Can well. we? So Nathan's been doing a good job of uh, going hard on the Threads page and engaging people more. So definitely follow us there. But does that mean we can get off Twitter again? Nah, man. 
We're still trying to organize. It's getting worse. It's even worse than it was when I was like super like. But we just got to maintain our little circle. Yeah. Um, You know, I think I think using all platforms is the key to success and growth. Yeah. We don't have to interact with some of the bad. Yeah, but it's like run by a Nazi and it's full of Nazis and. But we don't talk to the Nazis. We use it for our benefit, not their benefit. Yeah. I'm not paying for Twitter. But if you're on Twitter, just all go over to Threads. You, the threads is Please. a better time. I'm enjoying yeah. it. Actively like working for the show yeah. on Threads. I'm having a good time. Yeah. Because we're throwing in GIFs and like we're doing all kinds of fun activities. GIFs. It's not GIFs. I'll, I'll stab you. I know it's. I know the guy said it's supposed to be printed on GIFs, but GIF is, is like a cleaning product here in Australia and it's a peanut butter in America. It's GIF. It's graphics it's interface, it's whatever. GIF. It's GIF. All right. No, yuck. Get out. <laughs> okay. Get out. All right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, what we're talking about? Yeah, follow us on social media at Use Review AU. Get, get off threads. of Twitter. Go on to Threads. We're going hard on Threads, threads now. Is, I'm it's having a lot a of fun. A lot yeah, of memes. A lot, lot of gifts. A lot of fun. A lot of this, that, and the other. Um, YouTube. A lot of shit posting on Threads. We're, yeah, for it. We're on YouTube. We're still uploading our older episodes. Getting, Hopefully, once we catch up. Well, we're getting close to seventy episodes uploaded. So, something like that. We're up to. Where are you? We're around that mark. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So follow us there. Hopefully, we'll have more video content coming up soon. Um, follow me on Letterboxd, uh, Channel Drifter, or one word. And I'm Nathan B underscore ninety. Yeah, so you can see what we've been watching and uh, tell us we're wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's okay for you to be wrong uh, about our opinions about because we're always right. Well, I'm always right. Um, but yeah, follow us, uh, and let us know what you think about the stuff we talk about, or let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah. There's also stuff that we watch and we put on that box that we're not going to talk about on the show too. Yeah. It's a good way to keep on. Keep up with that. But also if you want to hear more about it, like Saltburn, for instance, like now that people are talking about it, people are like, oh, I want to hear your opinion. So yeah. Yeah. Let us know and, uh, maybe we can bring it up on the show. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Adios, cousins.